rain crumbles to us. Grind hard for dirty money, but our hearts pure. Steady mobbing on these sucker, man, they so funny to us. When they run into us, get by themselves, they talking tough, but don't do nothing to us. Call themselves paperwork. You violate the puppet master, get your string pulled. Go ahead and don't look back. Brothers and sisters, God bless you. I hope you're doing well. Lift your hands up and praise God. Every day that you wake up, I ask you, I pray that you start praising God for giving you another day to live. This relationship that we have with God, with our Creator, is the only true relationship that we have. So get to know Him. Build that relationship up cherish, revel in the relationship and the love that you have with God. What I want to talk to you today, brothers and sisters, is the plan that has been used, and it's a four-step process in order to destroy a country, destroy a culture, destroy people to a place to where they cannot think logically they cannot cooperate. They cannot make decisions because they have been attacked so much. Before I get to this report um, from this ex-KGB agent, I want to first talk to you about on how, you know, these plans are implemented into society. And they're implemented through controlled organizations and businesses and paid provocateurs that are individuals that do things for money. It's the same as a mercenary, someone who'll do anything for money. And there's, think about all the people that you can just think of your personal life that will do anything for money. We'll all do something for money because we all go to work because we have to have money. We all, you know, do things that we may not like because we have to have money and we work for companies that we may not really choose to actually work for, but we do all of those things, right? Well, the difference in the people that are creating these organizations is that these organizations and entities that are Marxist, communist, controlled by the criminal cabal, it is the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Martins, the Astorias, the Carnegies. The, there's 13 European families that come from the old bloodline that came from the Greeks to the Romans and now are among us. Yes. And they are still trying to perpetrate their, their ways and their lives as they did before. This is nothing new at all. Again, this is nothing, nothing, nothing new. This is just something that is being placed in front of us that we are unclear about how to participate and how to look forward on it. 
but I'm providing this information so you understand what you're fighting against. And understanding that, no, you're not crazy. These things are out here in our society. They are real. And it's something that, that we don't really have control over, per se. We have, you know, our lives that we are participating in and that we live, but these things that these organizations put into place, these are something beyond what we are doing as an individual because you have to be somebody to get on television. You have to be somebody to get on the radio. You have to be somebody to be that influencer. But I'm asking you to consider who are they? They're not just who they perceive themselves to be to you. And I'm talking about, let, let's think about this one, Anderson Cooper, okay? Anderson Cooper is the son of a Vanderbilt. The last Vanderbilt to live was Gloria Vanderbilt. She was the heir of a long Vanderbilt um, family. And Anderson was her only child. Well, what is he? He is a high-level, you know, broadcaster on CNN, the Communist News Network. Anderson admitted that he was a CIA agent and trained back in college. But what you also should know is Wolf Blitzer, the older guy on that, is also a CIA agent. Trained. Those two individuals that I've just mentioned to you are high-level individuals. They're focal points of CNN News, which is the, the Democratic news, mercenary, communist news entity. But what, if I didn't let you know that, you would not, if I didn't tell you this, you may not understand that that news entity is controlled by the CIA. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So those are examples of paid provocateurs or paid influencers. Because they do not, they do not have your interest at the forefront of what they are doing. They more so are the people who are trying to get you to believe a certain way of how they believe, and to get you to believe exactly how it is that they believe is only through being able to. Keep your mind focused on their belief system. Don Lemon is another one. He's a homosexual. Anderson Cooper is a homosexual. He's been celebrated as adopting children with his gay lover, gay partner. You know, these people are placed, so they're in just one way. They have the homosexual um, population covered. They have... The people who are enamored by celebrities because of his background with the Vanderbilts, they have them covered. They have the elder people with Woods Blitzer covered. And they have the uh, people who are, you know, not looking to really decide something. Because what these people do is they facilitate these four steps that we're about to hear from this ex-KGB agent on what is used in Russia. And 
people don't think that these systems that are used in other countries and admitted, you know, a lot of times the news will report that part of the news, but they'll talk about it happening in another part of the world. That stuff is happening here in the United States as well. It's not just something that is isolated into a certain part of the in part of the world. It is isolated in the sense that it is intentionally deployed. These are programs. These are campaigns. These are psychological operations. You know, whenever they bring down the Venezuelan government, they do it through several different techniques. When they when the Arab Spring started, for example, a couple of years ago when all of the people were protesting in the Middle East, that was not an accident. That was the CIA going into that area and they were disrupting it because the people in Syria, the president of Syria, he was attempting to push back against the globalist because, um, and I, what was his name? Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, and I'll think of it in a minute. But that leader in Syria was just like the leader in, um, you know, in Iraq. Saddam Hussein was a puppet of the CIA's until they wanted to put him to bed and put the, uh, you know, the whole 9-11 onto him. And he wasn't even a part of it. But this is how they do, and they do all of this. They're attacking your mind, brothers and sisters. Just let me get straight to the point. They are attacking, they are attacking your mind every single day through the multi-leveled propaganda campaigns that they put on through the radio, through the internet, through television, through magazines. Every single day, they are bombarding you with real information, with fake information, and with misinformation. And again, misinformation is partial truth and majority falsehoods. So they're constantly doing this. And the reason... The reason that they're doing this is because of what I'm about, what we're about to listen to with this KGB agent. These people use these techniques to manipulate a small fraction of people. But when it manipulates that small fraction of people, it intensifies their emotional immaturity and it makes, it weaponizes them. It weaponizes them to make them know just enough of truth where other people are going to listen to them. But it is so much lies that no one that knows what's really going on will listen to them. So it's immediately a counterculture is started. It's an argument. It's a debate. It's something that is not agreed upon, and that is what the overall premise of these four steps of this program, uh, are. that's the goal. And the, it, it reaches into the overall art of war, again, that is divide and conquer. 
Everything that they do, brothers and sisters, is meant to divide us spiritually, individually, as a family, as a household, as a neighborhood, as a community, as a region, as a state, and as a country. They are deep in their division, and it goes because they are godless, they are evil, and the evil one is all about devouring you and deceiving you, and that's exactly what they do. Well, I'm not going to detail it anymore because I believe and I hope and pray that you get what it is that I'm saying, and through the discernment that God gives you, you're able to practice critical thinking and not just believe anything that you hear. You know, and I'm going to leave it with one last example. That's Elon Musk. This guy is not what they are making him out to be. He is not a revolutionary. He is not an independent thinker. He is using the government's money with loan guarantees to profit and to become a billionaire. But now he's using this to try to do the Neuralink. This is all part of the plan that they've had and I truly believe, brothers and sisters, the ones that are controlling this plan, they are ultimately, you know, part of what their belief system is, is they're technocrats. Technocrats are people that believe that technology is going to merge with human existence in order to give the technocrats a longer life for them to live longer. Because they want to be like, they want to be robots. But they don't want to be robotic. They want to still have thoughts and have a soul and that. So they, they believe that they're technic technocratic individuals, okay? So this is all plans. This is all plots. This is all part of what they're trying to do in order to separate you from your godliness. And your godliness is the relationship that you have with your creator, God Almighty. All right, brothers and sisters. I pray that you get prayed up. I pray that you continue to repent of your sins. Don't be condemned. Just repent. Whenever you do something wrong and you're convicted of it because your spirit, do repent. We are told to continue to repent as we are saved because as we repent, we continue to recognize that we're, we're sin, we're, we're fallen, we're not perfect. But we repent in order to continue to ask for forgiveness. Because the love is there. The, the coverage of the Savior is there. But we continue to have to repent. And that is continuing to work towards being more righteous. I love you, brothers and sisters. I share this information with you. So now, without any other further, let's get on to this. Uh, I think it's a nine-minute uh, interview with this ex-KGB agent talking about the four ways that they destroy a country. In order to truly understand why America is the way it is right now, you have to go back in time. You have to look a little deeper. The situation is far more complicated than they make it out to seem. So many people have asked me, why is this happening? How is it possible that one incident in Minneapolis can cause rioting all across the world? We're seeing riots in France, we're seeing riots in England, we're seeing riots all across Europe, and of course, all throughout the United States. So what is the reason for this? Well, 
before we get into this interview from 1984, I'm going to leave you with some words from Malcolm X. This was recorded in 1963. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football, and the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro, the white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leader, who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. Now that you heard what Malcolm X has to say about this situation, let's take a look at this 1984 interview with Yuri Bezmenov. He was a defector from the KGB and he has some insights as to what's going on today. Check this out. Yuri Alexandrovich Bezmianov. Mr. Bezmianov was born in 1939 in a suburb of Moscow. He was the son of a high-ranking Soviet Army officer. He was educated in the elite schools inside the Soviet Union and became an expert in Indian culture and Indian languages. He had an outstanding career with Novosti, which was the, and still is, I should say, the press arm or the press agency of the Soviet Union. It turns out that this is also a front for the KGB. He escaped to the West in 1970 after becoming totally disgusted with the Soviet system, and he did this at great risk to his life. He certainly is one of the world's outstanding experts on the subject of Soviet propaganda and disinformation and active measures. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. 
for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense, an economy. Uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. Your leftists in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the, of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are, non, they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them, when, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist-Lenin has come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist-Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of these uh, former Marxist-Leninists were either put to prison or one of them split and now he's working against Sandinistas. It happened in, in uh, uh, Grenada when Maurice Bishop was, he was already a Marxist. He was executed by, by a new Marxist who was more Marxist than this Marxist. 
Same happened in Afghanistan when uh, first there was Taraki, he was killed by Amin, then Amin was killed by Babra Karmal with the help of KGB. Same happened in, in Bangladesh when Mujibur Rahman, very pro-Soviet leftist, was assassinated by his own Marxist-Leninist military comrades. It's the same pattern everywhere. The, the time bomb is ticking, that every second the disaster is coming closer and closer. Unlike myself, you will have nowhere to defect. This is why it's so important, brothers and sisters, to know what is going on so you can battle against it. If somebody's sitting here telling me a lie, and somebody the day before already told me that that person was going to come to me and tell me the lie, I'm better prepared. So I hope you are better prepared. I hope you stand strong. I hope you act with courage. And I hope you and I and other patriots throughout this country and around the world start moving forward with keeping the names of all of those people who have acted in traitor, treacher, treasonous traitor ways. And all those criminals, we've got a short list, and it's time to start going after them. Time to hold them accountable. Time for justice to be had. Give us the strength, God.